Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Coming to you from Classic City, the capital of the Bulldog Nation, it's time for another edition of the podcast designed for the most die-hard Georgia fans in the country. Here are your hosts, Tyler and Charlie. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Glory UGA podcast, of course, brought to you by our good friends at MyBookie. And you can still take advantage of our promo code exclusive to all of you guys, all of you wonderful listeners. All you've got to do, it's very simple, just go to mybookie.ag, use that promo code UGA, you know the trick, right? And whatever that first deposit is, MyBookie will do you a very big solid and double that first deposit. So twice as much money to play around with and win with and enjoy the end of the college ball season. So do that right now, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. Again, I don't have the official numbers because I'm not the keeper of your handy-dandy notebook, but from my crude scoring of this, of last week, I think you had another just monster week. Uh, as I said earlier in the week, it was a pretty good week. You were, what, what was the final tally? I got eight and three. Eight and three. Eight and three. So you were what, seven and two last week, if I remember correctly? Sure. Seven and two. So Charlie, I'm bad at math. We all know this. Fifteen and five over the last two weeks. Yeah. That is the definition of a heater. You are ten over five hundred, Charlie, over the last two weeks. So you gotta feel good, right? Yeah. Did you actually put that money down? Please tell me you actually bet on those games. Yes. So you are feeling real good right now. Yeah, pretty good week. I would feel I would be a lot more excited. I'd be bragging well, a lot more. I don't more. really get excited. You don't. That's true. I mean, I'm curious to see if you're actually get excited inside Sanford Stadium on I Saturday. Will. will you? Yes. Will you actually cheer? Yes. Or sit there with your hands clasped together between your lap. It's clasped. That's what I said. You said clasped. Mm-hmm. There you you're go. You're just not hearing very well, Charlie. You're old. Okay. Old. Mm-hmm. Get old. Got it. Well, getting old. Definitely won't be able but to hear after Saturday. So mm, very or true. talk. Well, that's the, that's the plan. That's the plan. Well, Kirby has asked, and we must give Kirby what he asked for. That's yes. how these things work. Well, yeah. That's how these things work. But we have a lot of games to get to today, Charlie. I, I know we, we could sit here and just waste time all day, but you want to just go into uh, what we did last week? Obviously, you had a huge week. I, I had a good week. It wasn't a, a Charlie-level good week. Started the podcast over here, but I still feel pretty good about my week. Yeah, I'm going to start with your numbers. You went 9-7 and seven overall. For the second week in a row, you hit your upset special. Let's go back on track with the upset specials. That's my pride and joy, baby. Yes, but the drought continues for your parlay. So what yeah. are your thoughts on last week? Well, Charlie, 9-7, and seven, that's a profit. Actually, I will say I made more money this weekend than I had any other weekend all season. So 
my final numbers here might not have looked as good as yours, but I made a lot of money this weekend. Um, I, I threw a few more bets on there, a few more parlays that I, that I kind of settled on after we record this episode. You know, getting the game in Jacksonville, we had to record this episode last week on Wednesday. So that meant that I had a little more time to think about things, and I put a few more bets on there. So it's a great week, but um, for the show, our picks on the show, I did not have as good of a week as you, although I feel like I should have, Charlie, because um, I, I don't want to take anything away from your glorious week. But there were two egregious backdoor covers, Charlie, that you were the beneficiary of and I was the victim of. Do you know which ones I'm talking about? TCU. Well, TCU did score in the very last play of the game. Yep. It was an offsides penalty, and they were up. They really had to just take a knee. No, Max just throws the ball up. Because that's what you do when the team jumps offsides, you know, free play. And they catch it, touchdown, and I freaking lose that bet on the last play of the game. That is, that is like... An all-time bad beat for me. Very, very bad. It's okay. It's not a great week, but man, it could have been a little bit better. And then Ohio State, Charlie. I think there were 30 points scored between the two teams, Ohio State and Penn State, in the first three quarters last week. What, 45 scored? Yes. In the, in the fourth quarter, I think three touchdowns in the last three minutes of that game. I had Ohio State minus 15.5. Penn State scores with seconds left on the clock. I think, I'm pretty sure it's under a minute to get that backdoor cover. Yeah, and, and I needed and that you, one And too. you got it. So, I mean, Charlie, I'm not upset with those bets. I think I was on the right side of those things. I made the right decisions there. It didn't work out for me. I feel like I had like, a, like an 11-5 and five week, and you really had like a 6-5 a and five week. Honestly. Honestly. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know it's not what the numbers say. It says 8-3. and three. Right. It does. It does. And I know your pocket says like you got some cash in there, but I feel like I was on the right side there. Those are just some bad beats. But overall, I feel like it was a good week. I feel good about it. All right. We're good. I'm glad. Can you do this two, two weeks in a row? Oh, three, three weeks. You've already done it two weeks three. in a row. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't me. like as much this week as I did last week. I was feeling it last week. I agree with you. As for last week, as we said, eight and three for me. And for the first time all year, I hit my it. upset special. You did it. I was so proud of you. With Missouri taking down South Carolina on the road. I actually want to um, thank you for that, Charlie. I, I listened to your explanation for that on the show last week. And I said, you know what? Kind of like that. I like to take an upset spot. I like to take those uh, those underdogs, and uh, it paid off for me, so I appreciate yeah. that. And did not hit my parlay, though. Surprise, no, surprise. Charlie, you didn't. You know, I'm not going to hit everything, but I'll That's take my goal. I'm getting back on track with the parlays this yeah. week. Yeah, so running season totals, Tyler is 76 and 55, which is 58%, which is 7 and 5 on upset specials, and 3 and 6 on God, weekly that parlays. Is not, I was 3 and 0. I was 3 and I, I think I'm. Oh, I think I've lost 6 in a row. I was 3-0. I'm pretty sure I was 3-0 at one point. Six, well, that's, that's not good, go. Charlie. All right. I'm 51-37 and 37 overall, which is 57%. 4-3 uh, on parlays. And now glorious 1-7 and seven on Charlie. Got so, the momentum. Yeah. You know, I did. I do the best I can. Hey, hey it's not, a winning streak, Charlie. So you are those, on a winning streak with the upset so specials. On, the upset on a specials. winning streak. All right. Well, you ready to hop into the SEC slate? I'm always ready, Charlie. Okay. Well, let's make some money. Let's start the show off with the Kentucky, who's coming off an embarrassing the loss. The Kentucky is I, that what that's what they are now? Like the Ohio State, the Kentucky. We're reti- We're retiring. Recording this later than I'm not, normal. I'm not that old, Charlie. That's not what I meant. We're recording this like 27 minutes later than normal. No, it's like almost an hour later than normal. No, that's not accurate. Yeah, well... That's highly inaccurate. Long week, maybe. I don't know. So, Kentucky coming off an embarrassing loss to division rival Tennessee last week. I mean, it was just deplorable. 
That was bad. It was bad. Like I, it was just god bad. I mean, earlier they're, they're in the not se- good on offense, Charlie. Yeah, earlier in the season, Kentucky was ranked in the top twenty-five. No nope. longer ranked. Nope. Mark Stoops will be looking to rebound from that loss in Columbia, Missouri, this weekend. You know, the Tigers, they're 4-4 four and four now, and actually sitting third in the SEC East, which is definitely not what I would have predicted at the beginning of the season. So, good for Eli Drinkwitz. Uh, will Levis looked horrible last weekend. So, what well, do you will think? Will Levis is not actually a good college quarterback. There's that, you yeah, know, despite yeah. what NFL draft guys say. So, what do you think is going to happen on Saturday? I think Kentucky's going to win, Charlie. I don't think either team is that good. I think that Missouri went on the road and beat South Carolina because South Carolina is a fraud. The the fact that they were ranked last week in the top 25, I mean, fraudulent. Absolutely fraudulent. And that's really, it was me, honestly, that pick was fading. I was was taking your advice, but also fading South Carolina hard because they got lucky to beat A&M. They are not a good football team. And Missouri at least plays good defense. They're terrible on offense. And that's what you have in this matchup. You have two teams that are really below average on offense and you have two good defenses that are two really well-coached defenses. I just happen to think Kentucky has more overall talent. I think they're, I like their coaching staff better. I trust Mark Stoops more than I trust Eli Drinkwitz. At this point, I know it's all on the road, Charlie, but it's not the number one team in the country coming into their house, right? It's going to be a typical Missouri crowd. It's a noon game, I believe, so it's 11 a.m. local. Yeah. Um, there's not going to be a lot of people there at this game. So no. I don't think there's going to be much of a home field advantage there. Will Levis is playing banged up, and that hurts them. Uh, but I think that Kentucky has more pieces. Like Chris Rodriguez offensively, I know they haven't run the ball well all that much this season, but he's back in action. He's been back for a couple of weeks now. And he is a guy. I mean, he ran for almost 200 against Mississippi State. And Levis is, he's, I mean, he's a physically talented guy. He's just not a really good quarterback. But Honestly, Missouri just doesn't have really anything offensively. Dominic Lovett is a good receiver, but, I mean, Brady Cook is just awful at quarterback. I mean, it's amazing that he is still actually their starting quarterback. So, it's a tight spread here. I'm going to go, I'm going to take Kentucky, what is it, minus one right now. So, I'm going to take Kentucky minus one in this game. All right. Well, the next two teams both lost last weekend, and it could get really ugly in College Station between the Aggies and the Gators this weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems like the A&M program is going to implode at any moment. But it's kind of seemed like that for the past couple of weeks. Well, I mean, they can't do anything with Jimbo Fisher yeah. unless like some oil guy wants to pony up, and yeah. maybe that happens. But they just—it's a fully guaranteed contract. Well, then there's Florida, which has rumors floating around that players are unhappy with the coaching staff and the program. And then we heard earlier this week, Brandon Cox was released from the program. Oh my God, Brandon Cox! Who would have thought? Brandon, yeah, sorry, did I say Brandon? I don't know what Bre- you said. I'm like sorry, uh, Anthony Richardson. I mean, we're recording 27 minutes later, so I mean, I—it's—it's it's inevitable. Okay. Anthony Richardson, he can make some plays some days. Is he the new Bo Nix of the SEC? Bo Nix, he's, Bo Nix is, was always better than Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, the Aggies seem to have found a better answer at quarterback last weekend with Connor Wegman. Yeah. But they still lost to Ole but Miss you at, to home wonder, at like, night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Connor Wegman did throw for over 300 yards in that game. Why was he not starting earlier? Your issue on offense, there's a lot of issues, but the biggest one is quarterback play. And I know you can say, well, he wasn't ready. What did you have to lose? Like, really, with the guys you were trying out there, what did you have to lose? And you actually might be pretty decent right now. But now you're throwing him out there for the first time late in the season. But just, you know, Jimbo Fisher's just... Honestly, I mean, he's a good coach. He, he ain't worth what he's getting paid. Yeah. I think this game is a toss-up. If I have to pick a team, I'd probably go with Florida. 
The Gators don't seem to be falling apart quite as much as the Aggies, so I'm not I'm not putting it on my card. But if I had to, I'd take Florida. Yeah, it's a too much of a toss up. I don't even. What's take, the try and take sides here. It's three and a half right now. Yeah, and then okay. three and a half. I think minus three and a half. I I am gonna take. I I have a play on this one, Charlie. But I'm not taking a side. I agree with you. It's it's too it's way too tight here. Way way too much of a toss up. I am, however, gonna take Florida A and M under fifty six. And you Texas A and M. A&M. Oh, Florida. Sorry. Again, Florida late. and Florida A&M. and a Yeah, yep. sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It, 20, like, you really fade. Uh-huh. Who would have thought? Uh, Florida and A&M under 56. Here's a number for you, Charlie. I don't know if you realize this. Texas A&M has not hit the 30-point mark offensively since October 23rd, 2021. A full calendar year, against FBS opponents, I should say, a full calendar year has passed since Texas A&M has hit 30 points or more against an FBS opponent. Why is that changing this week? It's at home. Florida's defense isn't great. Better than Ole Miss's defense. Why? I mean, Wegman's got a game under his legs. Okay. I, I, I History tells us, Charlie, I'll believe when I see that A&M goes over 30 points. If A&M doesn't go over 30 points, I mean, is Florida going to put up that many points? I, I don't trust them on the road to put up th- that kind of points. No. Those kind I don't of points. So. so I feel pretty strongly about Florida and AM. Did you get that? And AM, Texas AM, under 56 in this game. Got it. Wrote it down. It's in the notebook. All right. Well, the SEC West matchup that everyone's typically waiting for will be on Saturday night in Death Valley, where Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers will host Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'll say Brian Kelly is lucky he's playing Alabama for the first time. As the LSU head coach in Death Valley and not in Tuscaloosa. Death Valley at night. Yeah. The Tigers have done a nice job bouncing back after the season opening loss to FSU, which had us all questioning the hire in the first place. Mm-hmm. And somehow they found themselves in the top 10 of the initial college football uh, playoff rankings. I, inexplicably, Charlie. Both of they the- did that to justify that. Having Tennessee number one, like that they they want to rank certain teams in the top four right. where they want to rank them and everything else. Like there's no need to rank 25 teams. They just do that so they can justify doing whatever they want in the top four. Correct. That's what they do. So both of these teams have lost to Tennessee so far this season, and there's a three way tie for first place in the SEC West between Bama, LSU, and Ole Miss. So this game is extremely important, especially since LSU has already beaten Ole Miss, and Bama will play the Rebels in a couple of weeks. Uh, I think Alabama will come out on top in this one, but I do think it'll be close since LSU's quarterback, Jaden Daniels, has been playing well. The home environment is an advantage, but I think Bama can win this one. I'm not going to put it on my card, but... Wrong. No? You Upset think LSU special. will win? LSU. No. Bama's no, got two no, losses? No, 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 I want what's, to, though. What's the spread? I really was 13 and a half right 13 now. 13 and a half. I really want to pick LSU outright. Like I might take a small flyer on this, but Bama's favored. Bama's favored by yeah. thirteen and a half points. Yes, yeah, so it's a lot of points. Yes, I I think in LSU. Death Valley, that's a lot. It's at a night. lot of points at night. It's a lot, and LSU is they're playing better, Charlie. You know, I'm the guy who had. Let me look at my numbers here. I had LSU going what? Well. I had them going ten and two. Now they're not going to go ten and two. They're probably going to lose this game. But if they win this game, Charlie, I mean, you look down the way. You got on the road at Arkansas. I mean, I mean. That's a tough one, but they could maybe go ten and two. I don't think that's going to happen. Though. I don't think they're. I think they're probably going to be nine and three, eight and four, probably. But I also don't think it's inconceivable that they could win this game. Bama is a better team. They are. If you look at it statistically, really all the way around, Bama's 
better, but this is still not a vintage Bama team. They Just like I told you in the offseason, guys, they don't have those playmakers at receiver, and they look human. They're not average on offense. They're still good on offense. Still have great players. Still have Bryce Young. They're not average on offense. We have Bryce Young, but they are human on offense, which they have not been for a, a while. It's been a minute. Defensively, they're good. They're not an elite defense, but they're a very good defense, but LSU is kind of figuring out things on offense. They're figuring out what their identity is, kind of like we are, in my opinion, and Jane Daniels has been a, a flat-out playmaker for them. I think LSU has a lot of good talent on defense. I think they have some talented receivers. I think, like you said, Charlie, night game, Baton Rouge. Like, this is everything that, like, Bama wishes they got the Tennessee treatment, right? Where they got this game at 11 a.m. local time. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Tennessee game might have been a different story if they got the night game environment. But they didn't. Whatever. And LSU's a different team. LSU's a better football team. I do not think that Bama, I don't think LSU's going to win. I, I, I mean, I kind of do. But I do think Bama overall has the better team, and the and Bryce Young is just the difference. I think that's that's what it comes down to. Bryce Young is is the difference. I think LSU can give them a run for their money, but Bryce Young is gonna bail them out there like he has most of the time. You know, against Tennessee, he tried, man, he did everything he could, but he could not bail them out. He bailed them out against A and M. I think he bails them out here, but I think LSU is gonna give them a hell of a game. Give me LSU plus thirteen and a half. All right, I'll write it down. And I'm looking at my card, and again, it's just not a great day. I mean, it's a great day, but... Um, Anytime you have college football on chart, it's a great day. I was, I, I thought I wrote down a play for Kentucky-Missouri, and I didn't pick a side. I picked the under. For so, Kentucky-Missouri? So, backtracking a We're little bit. We're going back. Backtracking. Kentucky-Missouri under... Well, there's two bad offenses, like I mentioned, so I don't hate that pick. Yeah, okay, and you're taking LSU... Minus 13 Versus Bama, minus... LSU minus 13 Plus... Plus, sorry, plus, plus 13. 13. My bad, yes, plus 13. Got it. Okay, got it down. All right. Well, this next game is going to be one I know you are paying attention to, Tyler, because we play at Mississippi State next weekend. But this weekend, the SEC West Bulldogs will host Auburn, who fired Brian Harson on Monday. Uh, the Auburn Tigers are now led by interim head coach Cadillac Williams, who is still just very young. How old is he? Well, him and Ronnie Brown were running all over teams, what, 2004? So that was almost 20 years ago. So he was like 40. Probably early 40s, yeah. Okay. I guess that's not that young. I don't know. I mean, Older it's than young. me, Charlie. Older than me. It's young. But in the coaching world, that's not. No, coaching world is young. young, yeah. Well, uh, I mean. I know you say not to bet against teams that just fired a coach. It's usually a principal play for me. I just don't see this one But they well. didn't just fire their head coach. They fired like five coaches. Right. So you have like GAs and analysts who are, and you got, I mean, Cadillac Williams wasn't even a coordinator. Right. Like, I mean, he's a running back coach. So, I mean, okay. It's going to be chaos. I, yeah. It'll be entertaining like, to even watch. Even just like coordinating, getting them to Mississippi State. Well, it's going to be entertaining just to watch the sideline. Because it's just yeah. going to be chaos and yeah. breakdowns. Yeah. Um, so, it's not going to end well for Auburn unless Mississippi State just goes out and stands on the field and doesn't play a single down. Um, I will say Mississippi State may have started to look ahead to next weekend since the defending national champs. We'll be in Starkville and Auburn yes, better. Yes, you can say that, but also they don't get to beat Auburn very often, and this is a chance to beat Auburn. Right. I think they'll be motivated to win this game. Okay. Well, the spread is 12 and a half, and the total is at 51. Um, I'm not adding this to my card, but, I mean, I think Mississippi State will win. Probably by more than that. Yeah, I I, I think Mississippi State's going to win this football game. I'm staying away from because it is a principal play. Because I know I know that they are without a lot of coaches, but when you lose your coach, that first game after you lose your coach, 
I mean, I've seen it way too many times where that team just comes out inspired for one game. They got one game of inspiration in them and they play way above their heads. And I'm just, I'm, I've seen it too many times. I'm going to stay away from it from that reason, but I do think AM is, or Mississippi State is going to win this game. They'll probably cover, but I got to stick to my guns here, my principal play. I'm not going to put any, any, any money on that. No play for me. All right. One more SEC game before we get to the big one. Uh, the South Little Gamecocks, who lost Mizzou last weekend after upsetting Texas A&M, are on the road in Nashville this weekend. South Carolina's top 25 ranking in the AP poll lasted exactly one week before they were knocked out. Vanderbilt lost in heartbreaking fashion to Missouri two weeks ago and are coming off a bye week. I think Vanderbilt has a great advantage going into this game with some extra practice, some extra rest. Now that might be neutralized by South Carolina's loss to Missouri last weekend. Maybe they're or maybe Shane Beamer is not as good as everyone thinks he is, and they just start to spiral. I'm just trying to think of both sides of the psychology here. Um, They might be playing with a bigger chip on their shoulder. I don't know, but. If Vandy is going to get an SEC win this season, it's this game. This right? is it. This is it was it. this or Missouri. This is their opportunity. Um, after this game, they play Kentucky, Florida, and Tennessee to end the regular season. I feel bad for them. Um, hey, I know it's at Kentucky. Kentucky's offense can't score. So, mm, I don't know. All right. I am taking Vandy plus seven. But I'm God, also taking Vandy as my upset special. Whoa. Now, you nailed the SEC upset special last week. That was the first time this season. Man, Charlie, it's brave. I have a lot of faith in Vandy. I think this is like just a wishful thinking pick for you. Well, that's okay. It was wishful well, sometimes thinking, it thinking for Missouri to be South sure, Carolina. Sure. I, don't, I, I don't hate it, Charlie. I, Caroline obviously has more talent, but when Spencer Rattler's your quarterback, like anything is possible. I'm just going to be real. Anything is possible when Spencer Rattler's your quarterback. You go into sleepy Vanderbilt, sleepy Nashville, ain't going to be a soul there. Your fans probably aren't going to travel because who cares in South Carolina. It's a weird environment, Charlie. Like when you play there, our guys like it's it's a pretty full environment because you know Georgia fans travel, and we sell that place out almost. But for Carolina, I don't know if that's gonna be the case, and it's just a it's a weird place to play. I think yes, they could be motivated coming with the loss last week, or maybe they could just be like, man, like that sucked. I guess our season's kind of like going down the drain. I don't know. And Vanny, you're you're right. Coming off the bye week, I don't hate that at all. I'm not. I don't play on it. But, man, I don't know, Charlie. I think I'd probably lean South Carolina minus seven. But, yeah, I'm going to stay away. I'm going to stay away. You're going to stay away. I'm staying away. I need to back up to the Auburn game. Why? Oh, my God. Did you miss another pick? I did. I'm sorry. It's a little disorganized today. Unorganized today. Excuse me. Well, disorganized and unorganized are... Can you, yeah, that's the same thing, right? I prefer unorganized. But it's the same thing. Yeah, but I okay. prefer whatever unorganized. Whatever you prefer. Of course, start the podcast. Okay. Whatever yeah. you prefer. I, I do, and I thought I had a play. I am going to take Mississippi State minus 12 and a half. Oh, it's down to 12 and a half now. Hmm, that's intriguing. No. No? Principal okay. play. Principal play. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's do it. I think I know where we're going next. It's been a big week here in Athens. The town is already rocking, and I hope everyone is ready to be loud on Saturday. What is your estimate of the number of Tennessee fans in attendance? Um, I'm hearing twenty, twenty-five thousand. No, I, I don't see it, so. man. I don't. I don't like you. Did twenty-five thousand Georgia fans? I mean, obviously they have their allotment, which is what like eight thousand tickets. So we're saying like seventeen thousand Georgia fans sold their tickets. Yeah, no. Maybe I. I have a hard time. Well, there'll be a lot of Tennessee fans here. They'll have a presence because they're just that starved for any kind of success. They're that desperate. But that's a lot of people. But where are they going to stay? 
That's that's another one of my questions. Is like the hotels like, are booked up. If you didn't, if you didn't plan, book this in the preseason, the hotels are booked up. Right. So are you are you? I mean, I guess a, they stay in like Mall of Georgia or you stay in the area and just drive in. Like, yeah. that's, I mean, I, I guess you're here, but it's not it's not as fun. But All right. whatever. Well, we know that Nolan Smith will be out. Unfortunately, did he have his procedure yet? I don't know if he had his procedure. Usually with things like that, I mean, I don't know about pecs, but I know it needs you to wait for the swelling to go down. Just sucks, man. Yeah. We know Tennessee wants to come in here and take out the defending national champions. We've been talking about it all week. I I really don't know what to think about this game. I would like to say you Georgia do. You wins. You just don't know what to say. What's the spread now? It's down to eight. It's down to eight. Georgia minus eight. I think Georgia's going to come out on top, but I think it could be real ugly. Ugly? In what sense? Like, like close. Low scoring? Just like so, panic attack. What does that mean? Like, frenzied, high scoring, low scoring? What does panic attack mean? I mean, I just like, think it'll it's be... going to induce a panic attack in you? Yes. Oh. And definitely So you just need you. a close game. Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Your euphemisms were... were I, I wasn't getting them. Okay. Now I got it. Okay. <laughs> got it. Got it. Okay. So it's going to be a close game. Yeah. Panic attack inducing type game. Yes. Okay. I, I think so too, Charlie. I don't disagree with that. But you think dogs on top? That's what I'm going to say, yeah. Okay. You I sure hope so. Well, of, of course you hope so. Do you think we have a chance to slow down this vaunted Tennessee offense, high-powered offense? I think we do. We're not good against top 10 offenses, Charlie, under Kirby Smart. Yeah, I've seen all the numbers. I know. I I've know. I know. Them. I know. It's, 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 this is a threat. Right? Like, this is a very real thing. But threat. we also beat Oregon 46 to, was it 46 49 or 49? to 3. 49 we beat them to by 46. 3. Yes, we did. But. And that's a top 10 offense. Was it week one, though? Now I sound like a Tennessee fan uh, trying to downplay our win. That's, I, you have to admit, that was not the same Oregon offense. It's not. But hey, we hey we did a great job. We did a great job. I mean, they're claiming their wins sure. are like. Yeah, they have apparently you know, five ranked wins. Yeah. Five ranked, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're claiming Florida's a ranked win. And I'm like, well, then can't we claim that too? Well, they weren't ranked when you played them, but they're not ranked now. Are they claiming now. Kentucky is a ranked win? I just think that's the most specious argument in the history of the world. Like, well, when we beat them, they were ranked. But they suck. It's like, okay, now they're now they're four and six. Well, they were ranked when we beat them when they were two and oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because a bunch of media members are freaking idiots and had no idea what they were talking about in the preseason, so they were ranked, and you get credit for that as a ranked win? Nah, nah, man. I didn't know how that works. Yeah. I didn't know how that works. I think that crowd noise is really going to play into it. I think that... For a team that's building their offense, you play in a hostile environment, the crowd noise, I, I agree, can I think if we a, can a score deal. first and not get behind, that's critical. we'll be okay. Agreed. Yeah. Well, if... Just scoring first, that will help. I'll feel, you know, momentarily It's going to be better. a big day because I'm sure they're doing Veterans Day stuff. Mm-hmm. They're doing the Charlie Trippy, the Vince Dooley stuff. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I heard some practice flyovers when I was at work. Probably for Vince. Oh, no, they did flyovers day for his funeral because he was a Marine before he became our oh, coach. Oh, his, his... His funeral was okay. today. Yeah. Got it. Then that's what that is. But it's also Veterans Day, so they're probably doing that. Yeah, so. they usually do. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's going to be a big game. Hopefully we come out on top. Yeah, uh, of, of course, yes. We hope that. That certainly happens. All right, that's what I, I said, guys. I think this is a very real threat. Tennessee is absolutely dynamic on offense. Um, I don't know if there's any defense out there in the country that can truly stop them, right? It's about slowing them down and limiting them enough to win the game, right? So you can outscore them. I don't know if there's any stopping them. It's kind of, 
I, I think it's been overplayed, but oh, are they like the LSU 2019 offense? I don't think so. I told you guys earlier in the week, I think the numbers are relatively close. I, I would still take the, the LSU offense, and I think that's by a pretty decent margin there. But like they, they're probably maybe the closest offense, one of the closest offenses we've seen since then. Uh, so I don't know if you truly stop an offense like that. And I mentioned it there. As much as I love and respect Kirby Smart and our defensive coaching staff, we really have not exactly fared well against top 10 scoring offenses during his tenure. We've, we've had eight matchups against top 10 scoring offenses since 2016 when Kirby Smart took over. We are two and six in those games, and we're giving up an average of 39 points per game. Now, 39 points is still holding those teams, most of those teams under their average, but that's usually not good enough to win. That's why we're two and six in those games. Now, I think that our program is in a different place than we were in like 2016 and 2017, 2018, even 2019, yes. But... You know the numbers right there. They tell you like we like when we played the truly elite offenses, we haven't exactly fared well on defense because, and it's not a Kirby Smart thing. It's it's you know offensive football is the name of the game now, guys. Like the rules have been altered to favor offenses, and these offenses like Tennessee's take advantage of that, and it's really really difficult to defend them and stop them because the rules are designed for you to be unable to actually stop them. So there's that that's a huge part of this. And Tennessee's confident, man. Like they got a lot of swagger. Their fans, you've seen them all week on social media, just talking and talking and talking and talking. They're confident. The fans are confident. Everyone in Knoxville and in around that program is confident, but. I still contend that we are the more talented team. We are at home. Yes, there are going to be a lot of fans from Tennessee. I don't know how many there are going to be here, but there's going to be a, a big crowd here for them. It'd be a big contingent. But I'd also say like we are not going to have to contend with crowd noise the way that Bama did, which I think was a huge factor in that game. And I do believe that we are stronger on both lines of scrimmage. If we are able to contain their run game and establish the run ourselves, I mean, I put the number at a level. Let's say like 150 yards rushing, about four and a half yards to carry. If we're able to do that and we can contain their run game, I think we win this football game. Now, of course, you have to win the turnover battle. You have to play a clean game from a penalty standpoint, capitalize with touchdowns in the red zone, all those things. But I do think that we are the more talented team, and I think that we can we can win both battles at the line of scrimmage. I'm still an old school guy. I am. When it comes to football, I think that more often than not, I can't say it every time, but more often than not, games are still won and lost at the line of scrimmage. I think we have the advantage on both lines of scrimmage. So I think we do have that going for us. Look at this Tennessee team, guys. Yes, like what is the big win that got them ranked number one? Got everyone hyped up. Well, obviously it's the Alabama win, right? It's a great win. It's a great win. But they still only won that game by three points. They gave over well over 500 yards in that game to Alabama. And I mean, I know they threw all over, all over Alabama. Alabama threw all over them. And they don't. Alabama doesn't have great receivers, guys. We don't either. But I mean, their receivers are maybe slightly better than ours, but it's nothing, you know, significant there. And they had to be helped out tremendously by Alabama with insane mistakes. You know, the the punt where the guy thought it was touched, tried to jump on, and then it gets muffed. And Tennessee gets the ball, and they get set up for a, a quick score right there, get out to a bigger lead. Obviously, seventeen penalties, a Nick Saban era record. I mean, there were a lot of things that Bama did to allow Tennessee to win that football game. Give Tennessee credit. They won the game. They took advantage of those opportunities. Some teams wouldn't take advantage of it. They did. They won the game, but by the skin of their teeth. This is also a Tennessee team, despite what the hype train will tell you. They're getting credit for the Florida win as a ranked win for some reason. I can't quite figure that one out, but hey, you know, that's how these things work. But they won that game by five points at home and gave up 600 yards of offense to Florida guys. We gave up 371 last week and that was with, you know, just an unmotivated lack of days go third quarter. They gave up 435 yards passing to Anthony Richardson. So, yes, this Tennessee offense is dynamic, but that defense 
is very vulnerable against the better teams that they have played. And you know what? We might not end up being the best team in the country. You know what? We might not be. That's fine. But we're still one of the better teams that they've played. We're still one of the best teams in the country. And of all those teams that they've played, I mean, Florida's not even one of the best teams in the country. And look what they did. But I think that we can have some success against this Tennessee defense. And let's not forget, guys, everyone talks about the Tennessee offense. Our offense is number two, right behind Tennessee at number one in total offense. Now, I know that that can be a misleading number, but that's actually pretty impressive for us as we don't really run with a lot of tempo. We don't run near as many plays as Tennessee does. So I do think this is a defense that we can we can find a way to move the ball on consistently enough to win this football game. And Charlie, this is kind of a gambling show, right? Well, here's a gambling number for you. Do you want to take a guess at how much of the money, what percentage of the money out there gambled out there? Have you seen my notes? Did you cheat? I did not. Do you want to take a guess on the percentage of money bet by the public that's come in on Tennessee right now? Probably a majority of it. A majority like of it, over, yes. over like 75%? Wrong. More? More. Wow. 92% of the public money bet to this point, last time I looked a couple hours ago, has come in on Tennessee. And here's the thing, Charlie. When that happens, Vegas usually likes to get as much. They want 50-50, right? So they don't get killed. They have not moved this line. It's holding strong at eight. What that tells me is that Vegas is perfectly content to let that public money keep pouring in on Tennessee. And why would they do that? Because they think we're going to win, right? Why would they let that money keep coming in on Tennessee without moving that line? Yeah, they're doing that because they think they want they want the, they want the suckers they want the public to jump in on Tennessee and they think that we're gonna win. And look, Charlie, look, I, I mean, if you move to seven, the, the sharks jump in. And Vegas does not always get it right, but they don't build those big casinos by going broke, right? So that's just a little thing to put out there for you. And when it comes down to it, guys, I mean, I broke this whole game down for you an hour long preview episode yesterday. So if you want more on on this game, check that episode out if you haven't already. But at the end of the day. In a game like this, the extraordinarily rare 1v1 matchup, Charlie, I don't know if it's ever happened, to be honest with you. I cannot let my guys down. I am not going to abandon my guys in their greatest moment of need right when the biggest threat is at our front doorstep. So for me, Charlie, dogs on top. I'm not, you know me, I don't I don't actually bet on us. I don't think, I'm with you, I think it'll be a tight game. I don't think we cover the eight. I hope to God we do. I know you, this is what I'm talking about, Charlie. You're talking about panic attacks. Early in the season, you were complaining about, oh my God, our games are so boring. We just kill everybody. Don't you kind of wish for one of those right now? I think winning by a touchdown is, yeah. And you go through that and you're about to have a heart attack yeah, during the game? I mean, it makes it fun. If you win. <clears throat> well, if you win. If we'll you win. See. But dogs on top. I, I'm going to say Tennessee covers, but dogs win a tight one here. God, Charlie, we can't lose this game. I cannot. My, my constitution cannot handle those. I'm. Okay, I'm not going to insult people. Those people celebrating in our town, in my town. Can't take it. Can't take it. Can't take it. We'll find out on Saturday. We'll find out. And I swear to God, if there's a Tennessee fan sitting next to me, like it's going to be tough. I don't know how I'm going to handle that. We'll see. Okay, well, are you you ready? Let's do a break. We can take a break. Real quick. My bookie, guys. My bookie has been gracious enough to sponsor this podcast all year. So we would greatly appreciate it if you would support the people that support us. And they're giving you a great deal, man. There's no reason not to right now. So if, if you guys know football like you do, which I know you do, right now you still have not quite half the season. There's still plenty of football left to be played, though. And you can sign up for a brand new account at MyBookie using the promo code UGA to get a 100% deposit bonus. And hey, don't don't listen to me, guys. Listen to Charlie. What, 15-5, and five, Charlie, over the last two weeks? She's on a heater right now, guys. So take advantage of that while you can. 
Get that new account signed up for. Use that promo code UGA and put some money in your pocket. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. All right, well, are you ready to jump into the rest of the slate? I'm ready, Charlie. All right, I'm going to start with Air Force versus Navy. Not Navy. And by Navy, I meant Army. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I are, don't know. Are you on drugs? Uh, no. Are you drunk? No. Okay. No. Just tired. I kind of wish you were because I don't understand Air what's Force, happening. Air Force, Army. We all know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take gonna the under. Have to. Because the record is something like 42 or 43. No, it's 42. 42, 9, and 1. Since 2005. 42, 9, and 1 to the under since yes. 2005. I mean, how can you not academies. take the under? Well, you have to. I mean, I have to. And this one's like, the one earlier in the year, Air Force versus Navy, was like 37 and a half. And that went under and it wasn't even particularly close. No. He was like, yeah, no, I think there's a 13-10? I think it was the final score in that game, maybe? Yeah, it was. It was not, it was, no. I was like, in the second quarter, I was like, I'm, we're gonna, I'm gonna win yep. this one. I'm gonna yep. win this one. This one's 40 and a half right now, so... Uh, go ahead and, and hit me with that too, Charlie. Give me that under Air Force Army, under 40 and a half. All right. Uh, how many picks do you have this week? Because I know you probably need to give me like three Close before I go again. Close to 20-ish, somewhere around Okay, there. yeah, so go ahead. But let's try to stay in one conference Charlie, you'll be so... I was going to surprise you. Oh, I had no. a gift for you. This was an early Christmas gift, Charlie. I had them all nice and neatly organized for you. I have a lot of... This is like an ACC week for me, Charlie. I have yeah, all sorts was, of picks in the ACC. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, let's go FSU minus seven and a half at Miami. I don't love the hook, but I just think FSU is that much better than Miami. Jake Garcia, a uh, former Grayson High School fame here in the state of Georgia, is now the starting quarterback for Miami because uh, Tyler Van Dyke got injured. And um, Charlie, they uh, did you see the game last week or see any of that? No. What did they win? Fourteen to twelve in triple overtime. Oh yeah, fourteen it was awful. to twelve. In yeah. triple overtime. Didn't see it, but definitely read about it. They could not move it. the football, Charlie. No. They could not. And Florida State, I mean, it's not a dominant defense, but they're they're more functional than Miami is right now. Miami, they, even with Tyler Van Dyke, they were struggling on offense. They don't have a ton of playmakers around them. Now Jay Garcia is the guy. I mean, seven and a half. I know it's at Miami. And I, I know, like, 
Miami fans kind of somewhat show up when Florida State comes to town. They normally don't have any fans there. So it'll be a nice little environment, but it'll be a lot of Florida State fans there too. So, I mean, I think this is kind of like print some money, baby. Like, I think this is an easy one. Yeah, seven this, and a half? This is on my card too. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go like, I mean, I, I don't like the hook, but I'm still going to go like probably three or four units on this one. I mean, I feel strongly about FSU. All right, give us another one. All right, I'm saying the ACC. Um, Wake Forest, Charlie. Dear God. Dear God. Dear God. One of my losses last week was Wake Forest. Did you see what happened in the second half of that game? Uh, no, I did not. I think they were up, was it 17-14 a half? I think Wake Forest was up 17-14. Something like that. Or either up or down 17-14. Tight game. Wake Forest then proceeds to turn the ball over six times in the third quarter alone. Eight total turnovers in the second half, Charlie. The second week in a row in college ball, there's been a team that's turned the ball over eight times, which had not happened until twenty since 2009 previously. That is not going to repeat itself. Wake Forest is not going to turn the ball over eight times. They are a good football team. They're not, you know, defensively they're not great. They're better than they were last year. Sam Hartman just had like like his head like he just glitched. Like you know, it's like a video game. It's like a glitch in the video game. That's kind of what happened with Sam Hartman. But that's not who he is. He's been a really good quarterback for a long time for them. I think they get back on track this week. NC State is really good on defense, but they have quarterback issues of, the, of their own. MJ Morris, a, a freshman, is kind of coming and taking over them. He looked really good leading them back last week, or at least he looked good in the second half, leading them back to beat Virginia Tech by one point at home on Thursday night. But again, that's a one-point win over Virginia Tech at home. Virginia Tech is terrible, guys. So I think this is a bounce-back spot for the Demon Deacons. Give me the Deeks minus four on the road against an NC State team that struggles to score. All right, do you have any other ACC plays? I have one, but I'll let you keep going. I got one more ACC play. Right, um, go let's go Pitt at home, minus four versus Syracuse. Garrett Schrader's status quarterback for Syracuse is up in the air right now. When he went out against Notre Dame, their offense really struggled to move the ball whatsoever because he's a big part of what they do in the run game, the pass game, obviously. Pitt at home, I, I, Syracuse has had trouble stopping the run recently against better teams, and Pitt's a, not a good team. They're fine, they're okay. But Israel Banacanda has had a fantastic year. One of the better running backs in the ACC, even in the country, running the football this year. So I think Banacanda is going to be able to run on Syracuse and put up enough points without Garrett Schrader, potentially a quarterback. I don't think he's going to play. We'll see. We'll see. I just I think reading between the lines, I don't think he's going to play. If he does, he's not going to be 100%. I like Pitt at home, minus four over the Cuse. Okay. My other ACC play is Clemson at Notre Dame. I just don't think Clemson is great. Clemson is good. They're not the fourth best team in the country. No, it's laughable. It, laughable. Yes, it is quite quite hilarious that they were ranked number four. Laughable, Charlie. Um, they are playing at Notre Dame. I'm taking Notre Dame plus three and a half. I really want to take Notre Dame outright. I think that Clemson is just a little bit better. Notre Dame is not good. That's why I'm staying away from this one. But man, that would be amazing. I would be all about that. I need like like if let. I know that we don't want to go there yet, but let's just like, you know, you got to think about these things. If we lose to Tennessee, what's our path to still get in the college football playoff? Well, we need a lot to happen around us. We need a lot of teams to lose, and it starts with Clemson because Clemson has a cakewalk into the ACC title game because the ACC sucks. So losing this game might be one of our last hopes for them to lose games. They ain't losing to South Carolina. It's not happening. Not losing that game at home. Um, all right, actually, I have a couple more ACC plays. I told you, you, ACC do. week. I missed a couple of these. All right, I'm going to go Friday night. Duke. Charlie, I'm actually taking Duke as a double-digit favorite on the road. Wow. Duke minus 10 at Boston College. I've actually like suffered through. I, I have subjected myself to at least two, maybe three Boston College games this year. 
Guys, Boston College lost to um, to UConn last week. They lost to UConn thirteen to three. Were you punishing yourself? They lost to UConn By thirteen to three. Watching these games? Well, no, I had money on that game, Charlie. Well, but that's just well, in mean. that game, Phil Jerkovic, the quarterback for Boston College, got hurt. Boston College has had major offensive line issues all year. They have five new stars in the offensive line. They've had a bunch of injuries to those guys, and it's been a mess for them. They cannot protect Jerkovic to save their life. They've been getting a little bit better, but they have another injury on the offensive line. Jerkovic is probably not going to play in this game. And Duke is competent. Like Duke's not great, but Riley Leonard, at quarterback, is a good dual threat guy for them. Uh, J- Jalen Calhoun, the receivers, uh, he's the threat out there to, to do some things in the pass game. BC is just a mess. BC cannot score. They cannot move the ball. And Duke Stevens is not good, but BC's offense is way, way worse. Duke is good on, they're good on offense. So I'm going to take the the Blue Devils minus 10. I've never done this in my lecture. I've never bet on Duke as a double digit favorite of any kind, let alone on the road in a conference game. But there's a first for everything. So Duke minus 10 on Friday night. Um, I've also got two plays in the North Carolina, Virginia game. Give me the Tar Heels. I think it's another one, just printing money. Tar Heels minus seven at Virginia. Guys, the Virginia offense is so freaking bad, it's not even funny. Like, Tony Elliott should be fired after one year just on principle alone of what he's done to what was the most incredible, incredibly fun offense to watch in college football last year. He has destroyed it. And I've said it a couple weeks in a row, I'll say it again, it is tragic. I mean, it is just so bad to watch. And North Carolina, guys, is, um, don't look now, they're seven and one. Now, they haven't really beaten anybody Good. They did. Well, they play in the ACC. Exactly, Charlie. So if you're halfway decent in the ACC, there's a lot of wins you can rack up. But Virginia is one of those teams. When you say, "Oh, they play in the ACC," Virginia is one of those teams you're talking about. That's oh, the other teams in the ACC. They're terrible. Okay, they beat Tech. But yet Clemson is ranked number four in the country. I mean, Charlie. Again, they just make shit up. Our stuff up. Sorry, I know it's a family show. I'm sorry. I just like they. I'm just so frustrated. The committee they just make stuff up. Do whatever they want to do. Week to week, it changes. Stuff. They make stuff. They make up. stuff up. They make stuff up. Um, Drake made Charlie. Why is this man not being talked about in the Heisman Trophy conversation? I don't know. His numbers are better than Hendon Hooker. His numbers are better than C.J. Stroud. And he's not even in, like, in the periphery of the conversation. Because he plays in the ACC? Because he plays in the ACC. And I guess people don't take North Carolina seriously. Well, people Clemson. don't take North Carolina seriously because yeah. they almost, they should have probably lost App State week one. They, you know, Georgia State, that game in week two was kind of tight. And they really haven't beat anybody. I get that. But, like, I mean, who's Ohio State really beating? Okay, Give they beat credit Penn where State. Credit is due. Like, Drake May is awesome. Yeah, well, he also plays for North Carolina. Drake Bay is so. freaking awesome. We know how this They're going works. to light up Virginia. Right, Well, but we know how this works. A, it's, all, it's all fraudulent. It's all fraudulent. It's all fraudulent. All of it. All of it. The whole thing is fraudulent. So, yes, I'm taking Tar Heels minus seven. I'm also going to take UNC Virginia under 61 points. Guys, Virginia, talking about how bad their offense is, they've gone under 327 yards total offense in five of their eight games. They've gone under 300 yards of offense in three of their eight games. Virginia has not scored more than 20 points in a game. I'm not saying ACC games. I'm saying in a game since week one versus Richmond, and they only scored 34 points against the Spiders in that game. Okay, Spiders are FCS guys, all right? This is ridiculous. And Virginia, they're kind of good on defense, so they're only giving up 21 and a half points a game. North Carolina is great on offense. North Carolina will score on this team. Virginia will not do their part. I know the UNC defense is not good. They're getting a little bit better. They're still not good, but they're getting a little bit better. But Virginia's offense is that bad. They cannot score unless you just give them points. So give me the under 61 in this Carolina-Virginia game. All right, where do you want to go next? Where you're up. I, I, gave you I a only picks. have three picks left. What? Plus my parlay. You are always so conservative with these picks. Have I'm some fun, cons- Charlie. I'm not conservative. Have I tried to let well, it lose. I was let eight it rip. And three. Yeah. And seven and two. Who's winning overall? 
Those are good numbers. Those are really good numbers. You're right. I'm only right. one percentage point behind you. Who's winning? It doesn't matter. A win's a win. Well, I am... You're catching up, though. You are catching thinking up. Thinking about my picks. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Okay, I'm going to go... Um, uh, let's go. You'll go Big Ten. I got one Big Ten play. I have one Big Ten play as well. All right, I'll go one Big Ten play here. I'm going to go to um, West Lafayette, Indiana. And let's take the Purdue Boilermakers minus four and a half versus Iowa. This is a fade Iowa thing, guys. I told you a couple weeks ago. I mean, I'm going to fade Iowa. You know, I might not win every one of them. They won last week. But I'm going to fade Iowa all season long the rest of the way. I think Purdue is still a good football team. They're not great on defense. They're pretty good, though. They're fine. Aiden O'Connell quarterback is good. Um, Charlie Jones receiver has been a revelation for them. I just don't trust the Iowa offense. I mean, it, nepotism at its finest with the offensive coordinator position with Brian Ferentz. Um, Spencer Petras is just, um, like, I feel bad for the guys at that point. It's like, dude, I feel really, 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 really bad for you. It's like, do you need to, like, do you need therapy? He probably does. Like, I, I can give you the number of somebody. Because that guy's just been bad for him. They're all over him. But give me the Boilers, minus four and a half at home versus Iowa. I did it again. What did you do? I spelled Purdue wrong. Like, I You know, it. I was... You got mad at me when I... I, I wasn't even making fun of you. I was just asking, like, do you think that's how you spell... Like, how did you spell it, Charlie? P-E-R-D-U-E. As in Purdue Chicken. As in Purdue Chicken or Sunny Purdue. Yeah, the, no, this is a university. Yeah, I know. There's a U, P-U. I know. I know, I'm sorry. It's okay. Maybe one day you get it right. Well, I know. I hope I'm providing entertainment today because clearly it's what I you're am here not... for. You are, I don't know. What, you're drunk. No. It's the only explanation. No. Oh, it's a family show, so we can't admit that. No. Okay. No. All right. My one Big Ten pick this week goes to the falling apart Michigan State Spartans at Illinois. Fighting Illini. I mean, they're really They're almost well. certainly going to win the Big Ten West. I really like Maybe. Brett Bielema. You like him because he made that comment about jumping on his wife. When he was, yeah, <laughs> the Freudian slip. Freudian slip. No, but I just think he's like not, you know, sleazy or Do a you have scumbag. a thing for the uh, bigger guys? Sam Pittman, Brett no, Bielema? No, I just don't think he's a scumbag like Urban Meyer or... Yeah, fair. You know, all, you know. Okay. Hugh Freeze or, you know. Well, as I mean, far as we know. Well, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. All right. Seems so like a fun guy. I am not picking a side here. I'm just going with the over 40 and a half. Illinois got a good defense. That's a low number, though. Yeah. We'll you see just, how it you're goes. fading Michigan State here. Yes. Okay. Fair. Yes. Fair. All right. Um, After the shenanigans last yes, weekend. There were, I mean, dear God, that was that was a bad look, Charlie. That was not good. All right. I'm going to go. That's the only Big Ten pick I had, right? Yeah, okay, I got a couple in the Big 12. Got a couple in the Big 12 here. You can give me these two. I have two in the Big 12. Okay. I got Baylor. Baylor plus three and a half at Oklahoma. Oklahoma has the worst rush defense in the Big 12, guys, and they're also 113th nationally in rushing defense. Baylor's a top 25 rushing offense in the country. Baylor is getting better. They, they're coached really, really well. I mean, Jeff Grimes offensively as their coordinator, Dave Aranda, what he does defensively, and obviously as their head coach is running the show there. They were a little shaky early in the year, but they have improved dramatically, and they are, they're kind of starting to hit their stride a little bit here. Um, Oklahoma is a good team. They're, they're, they've kind of stabilized to a degree here. I just think it's a bad matchup for them. I really do. So I'm going to take Baylor with that physical rushing attack plus three and a half on the road in Norman. All right. Um, in the Big 12, I have West Virginia at Iowa State. I'm taking Iowa State minus seven because West Virginia after last weekend, I mean, man. 
Yeah, that was brutal. They almost Deplorable. had that. Deplorable. So, well, I mean, they had they they were they were up in that game at times, Charlie. Like I was exactly. Yeah. So you're just thinking it's a letdown spot. Yes. Okay. Well, I disagree. We're going to fight on this. We're, We're going to fight, fight on this. Okay. Give me, give me West Virginia, J.D. Daniels and company, plus seven on the road to Iowa State. This is a fade Iowa State play, Charlie. Iowa State's really good on defense. I was thinking about taking the under here, but it's a little too low for me. Iowa State's great on defense, but offensively they cannot run the football. They're entirely one-dimensional, and their redshirt freshman quarterback, Hunter Deckers, is a turnover machine. All this dude does is turn the ball over. So I, I don't. Like, I'm toying around West Virginia as an upset special here. I'm not going to put it on the show. I'm just going to think about that one a little bit more, but I might do that. Uh, don't hate that at all. But I do think the Mountaineers, I think they run the ball well, and I still think they're talented receivers. It's just they don't protect JT well at all. But, you know, I think the Mountaineers, you know, they might actually sneak up and get this. Iowa State's not very good. They're not a very good football team. So give me West Virginia plus seven. They're honestly playing for their coach's job at this point. Neil Brown, like, they're playing for his job. So give me Mountaineers plus seven. All right. Do you have any more Big 12 picks? That's it in the Big 12 for me. All right, I have one more. I have Texas Tech at TCU. You know how I chose the over in the Texas in the TCU game last weekend? TCU West Virginia, yeah. And, yeah. You, and you cheated. You yep. got the the greatest luck of all I time. I don't think that's cheating. That is the I think that's called most, winning. That's the most backdoor of all backdoor covers. Winning. Last play winning. of the game. An unnecessary play on the last play of the game. It did not even need to happen. They were going to win the game easily. Winning. Ridiculous. Okay, I am going with the over in the Texas Tech TCU game. Points, 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 points. Let's go. I mean, yeah, I mean, two high-powered offenses that that run a lot of plays for sure. That's all my picks. So I'm, I'm not, my parlay. So okay, all right. So give quick, us the rest quick of break, your card. Quick break. Yeah. All right, alumni hall, Charlie. What does alumni hall have in store right now? You were so good at this earlier in the week. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw it your way again. They have everything you could need. Everything. I mean, yeah. Do you... I mean, I always go to the gifts because I've like started to think about Christmas gifts for people. It is getting close to that time. And also for like host gifts for holiday parties, you might get someone some glass or a decanter. Some or glass? They just have like... A glass, a like, glass. At least it's some glass. A glass okay. for okay. your A glass, drink. of course, of course. They, yeah. I have, I have a drinking glass. Yes. Maybe you have a kid in your life who's going to start driving. Maybe they need some keychain. A keychain. They do have incredible. Maybe accessories. they need yes. stickers for their car. Yep. Um, License plates. It's always nice to get a new sticker for your laptop, your water bottle, whatever. Stocking stuffers. Even little Those are like great that. little yeah. things. They have everything. You, you really need. are better at this than I am. Again, better at. A lot, a, lot of things, of things. a lot of things. Star of the podcast. Star of the podcast. But she's right. Char- she's right, guys. Charlie's not wrong here. She, they've got everything you want, whether it's gear, whether it's accessories, whatever you want. Alumni Hall has you covered. Make sure to check it out today inside the Epsom Shopping Center if you're coming in town this weekend or online at alumnihall.com because that is where the Bulldog Shop. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads. 
Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N ads.com. All right. Well, how many games do you have left? Uh, I got one Pac-12 game and I got some G5 games, Charlie. All right. Well, let's hear them because right. the only thing I have left is I'm going to go parlay. rapid fire here. Okay. So let's go West Virginia. Oh, no, never mind. Did that one. Let's go Wazoo. Give me Washington State on the road. Road favorite. Minus four at Stanford. I watched the Stanford-UCLA game last week. Guys, I've watched a couple Stanford games. They're not good. Tanner McKee might be an NFL quarterback, but offensively, they just ain't it, man. They barely got over 100 yards through all the way, like midway through the second half. Washington State's not a great team. Cam Ward still, I mean, he's... I think he's, honestly, I think he's better than Tanner McKee. I think their offense operates at a higher level than Stanford. I mean, sure, it's on the road, but I mean, it's Stanford. Come on. Like, let's let's be real. It's not a home field advantage whatsoever. So give me Cam Ward and the fighting Washington State Cougars minus four. Um, give me UCF, Central Florida, over 31 against Memphis. Now, I think this is a low number. It's good. It's a really good offense. Their quarterback, John, Reese, John Rice Plumley might not play in this game. But their backup came in and played really well last week. And Memphis is just bad, guys. Their defense is very, very, very bad. They're giving up like 32-ish points a game right now. I think Central Florida, I think this number is a little deflated because of the, the uncertainty of the quarterback position. And Plumlee might play. We don't know. But um, I'm going to take UCF over 31 points. Sticking in the American Conference, we talked about a Service Academy game already. Well, let's go to another Service Academy game. This is Navy at Cincinnati. Since he coming off the loss to UCF last weekend, I'm going to take Navy plus 19 at Cincinnati. Cincinnati has not beaten anybody by more than 10 points since September, guys. I know that Navy's not great, but they are much better than they were last year. They're at least competent this year. And what Navy will do, one thing that they will do is limit possessions. And that's important in a game like this when the spread's 19, because if they limit possessions, it means there's not enough possessions for Cincinnati to win by 19 or more if Navy can capitalize on just a few of those possessions. Get one or two touchdowns. I just don't know if there's enough... To, enough Absent like turn the ball over in defensive touchdowns, I don't know if there's enough possessions in the game for Cincinnati to pull away and win by more than 19. And Cincy just hasn't been good. They've been the fine. They've been good enough, but they're just not great the past month plus right at this point. So I like Navy plus 19. I also like last one here, actually, because I already gave you Air Force Army. Last one is a Thursday night game, guys. Appalachian State. So I hope you're listening to this before that game kicks off. Appalachian State minus three at Coastal Carolina. I know Coastal... Looks like the team that won this game is at Coastal Carolina. It's in Myrtle Beach. They're seven and one. App State's what five and three now. But if you look deeper, guys, with their total yardage margin, Appalachian State is plus twelve hundred yards on the year. So they've outgained opponents by twelve hundred yards, and they're outscoring opponents by twelve and a half points per game. Coastal is only outgaining their opponents on the year by hundred and seventy four combined yards, and they're only outscoring their opponents by four point six points per game. Appalachian State statistically is the better team. I have watched Appalachian State play a couple times. I have not seen Coastal play, so I'm eh, on this game, but I believe in Appalachian State. The numbers tell you that. I know it's on the road, but give me the Mountaineers here to go into Myrtle Beach and win this game. There's a reason why they're a three-point favorite, even though they're 5-3 and three in Coastal Carolina and the same conference is 7-1, and one, because statistically, they're just a better team. And like, you know, there's only one team on in this matchup that's actually gone into College Station. I know AM's not great this year, but beat an SEC team in their place, and that's Appalachian State. So giving the Mountaineers in this one at Coastal minus three. Is that everything? That's all I got on, on my card. Got some upset specials. Got some got a parlay for you. All right. So what's your upset special? My again? upset special is Vandy over South Carolina. 
All right, so I, I kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier, Charlie. I, I'm taking Baylor plus three and a half. Give me Baylor outright. Upset special on the road in Norman. I wish it was at home, but it's not. But I still think this is a really good matchup for Baylor in this game. I think they're going to run the ball on a very porous Oklahoma rush defense. I'm also going to throw one more out there. Give me Maryland outright. I wanted to put Maryland plus five on my card at Wisconsin. Give me Maryland outright in Camp Randall against Wisconsin. I still don't think Wisconsin's kind of stabilized under Jim Leonard at quarter, at, at, as their new head coach, at least temporary head coach, interim head coach. But Maryland, you know, Talia Tungavailoa is back at quarterback. I think they have some weapons on offense. They're pretty decent on defense. I like the I like to take a flyer here. Give me Maryland outright to win as a five point dog on the road in Madison. All right, and your parlay. Your parlay. I just oh, my went. My parlay. Okay, I have four leg parlay. I'm taking UNC over Virginia, Arkansas over Liberty, Mississippi State. Over, over Auburn. Auburn and FSU over Miami. That's plus one forty four. So not huge, but it'll win you a little money. I like that, Charlie. I got a couple of those actually in mind. So my parlay, I also have a four leg parlay here. I'm gonna win this one, guys. I swear to God, we're gonna win this one. I like Florida State, Duke, North Carolina, and Washington State all on the money line. That gives you a plus two forty four odds. I, I'm feeling this week, Charlie. I'm getting back on the winning track. I think I really believe it's like six weeks in a row. I've not won a parlay, so. I mean, maybe don't take my advice on this one. I'm used like it's crazy, Charlie. I I win these parlays when I bet on them. I just don't give out all the ones that I end up betting on. Like I I, I I decide late on some of these and I win those and I lose the one I put on this show. It's just crazy. It's the way it works. But I think this one we're gonna win this week, guys. I feel good about this one. All right. All right. You want to recap? Yep. All right. What you got? All right. I have Air Force versus Navy. The under forty and a half. Texas Tech at TCU over sixty nine. Um, Vandy plus seven um, versus South Carolina. Also, that's my upset special. FSU minus seven and a half at Miami. Taking Iowa State minus seven against West Virginia. Taking the Kentucky-Missouri under 43. Taking the over in the Michigan State-Illinois game. And taking Mississippi State minus 12 and a half at home against Auburn. And last regular game is Notre Dame plus three and a half at home against Clemson. As I said, upset special is Vandy. Uh, my parlay is UNC, Arkansas, Mississippi State, and FSU. All right, Charlie, you feeling it this week? Yeah. Are you? Because you said you, all right, three weeks in a row, Charlie. Can you keep it rolling? Keep that heater rolling. All right, guys, I got a lot here. I got Kentucky minus one at Missouri. Give me Florida and Texas A&M under fifty six. LSU plus 13 and a half at home at night in Baton Rouge against Alabama. Give me Army Air Force. Got to take the under 40 and a half. FSU minus seven and a half. Don't love the hook, but I think FSU is just better. So give me the Knowles minus seven and a half at Miami. Wake in a bounce back spot minus four at NC State. Give me Pitt minus four versus Syracuse. Don't think Garrett Schrader is going to play. I think it's going to impact the outcome of that game. Duke as a double digit road favorite. Minus 10 at Boston College, who's just dreadful this year. Got two plays in the Carolina-Virginia game. Give me North Carolina minus 7 at Virginia. Also, give me the under 61 in that same game. Um, You're right, Charlie, who once again did spell Purdue. P-E-R-D-U-E. Okay, love it. Uh, Purdue minus 4.5 versus Iowa. Uh, Baylor, sorry, that's, I got, okay. All right, I'm I'm okay, I'm okay. Baylor plus 3.5 at Oklahoma. 
West Virginia plus seven at Iowa State. Do not trust Iowa State, man. I'm just fading them. Washington State minus four at Stanford. UCF, the Golden Knights, over 31 in their matchup. Team total against Memphis. Give me Navy plus 19. Is it Veterans Day like soon, Charlie? It's right. It's coming up. Yeah, next Friday. Next Friday. So this is a Veterans Day play. Veterans Day play, Navy plus 19 at Cincy. A Thursday night game, Appalachian State, who's just statistically a better team than Coastal, minus three on the road in Myrtle Beach. Uh, upset specials, give me a Baylor. Give me those Bears over Oklahoma. Great matchup for the Bears. Give me Maryland outright on the road also. I got two road fa- two road dogs I'm taking here on the upset special. Maryland at Wisconsin, give me the upset special there. And my parlay, I've got FSU, Duke, UNC, Washington State, plus two 44. Charlie, I'm feeling it. I actually, I wasn't feeling it, and now I'm feeling it. I like these picks. I like them more and more as I went through this. Wonderful. Let's go. Let's go. Let's have like a big week, Charlie. Hope so. Dogs win. We Most win. Most importantly, Jordan You guys wins. win some money. That, that's honestly, I, I could lose every bet. As, I'd be fine with that as long as we win. Honestly, that's kind of where I am. So, whatever happens, guys, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I mean, if we lose, no one's having a fantastic weekend. We know how this goes, but let's not even let's not even go there. Let's not put those bad vibes out there, guys. But I hope you guys have one heck of a weekend. Uh, we're gonna do our best. I'm gonna be there screwing my brains out, and I know you. Some of you guys will as well. Charlie might even let out a scream here or there. Maybe Charlie can can we get one this weekend? Can we get a scream? Can we yeah. get a, a bar a single bark? Oh, for me? Yeah. I mean, I don't really bark. Well, I mean, we might need to pull it out. They need bark. you, Charlie. We need I you. I don't bark. There's a time for everything. Let's go. That's all uh, I got right now. I guess I'll take it. Can you go dogs? Can you do that? Go dogs. Okay, there we go. All right, guys. So thank you for being here. Always appreciate it. For Charlie, I'm Tyler. And as always, go dogs. <laughs>